Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports with balls. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. With the 14th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Kyle Hamilton, defensive back, Notre Dame. Dean Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Total request Thursday. You pick the songs. We'll play them. Send your request. Plots for text line at 410-583-1057. Nolan McGraw is waiting for you. Get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up around 145 or so. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, and Vinny, as we look back at the 2022 NFL Draft, that was Roger Goodell. Yep. Announcing the uh, uh, Ravens drafting Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame, 14th overall pick. Hugged him greatly like he was his long-lost son. It's been a long time since I've seen you, Kyle. That's one of the annoying things about Goodell, but he makes a bazillion dollars a year. Yep. So who am I to judge? But I remember, again, when the Ravens drafted Kyle Hamilton, he had a slow 40 time. And yes, he ran like four, five, six, Bob. But then when at the pro day, his pro day at Notre Dame, he ran like four, six, five, which threw people for a loop. So the Ravens had already signed Marcus Williams, if I'm not mistaken, as a free agent from New Orleans. Yes. Paid him, what, 38 mil? So they needed a pass rusher. And since they traded Marquise Brown to the Cardinals, they needed a wide receiver. So I, I don't remember everything that happened that day, but the criticism was pretty strong for this pick, mainly because uh, the kid that went to Philly. The D-tackle. Uh, uh, no, the guy went to the Jets, Jermaine Johnson, was still on the clock. Yeah. Well, you need a pass rush. And he, and he fell, and he's done all right for the Jets, if I'm not mistaken. But they were if, – if they would have been stuck at 14, Bob, or no, they were going to take the D-lineman. Remember, Philly moved up Jordan ahead Davis, of Davis, that's right. Yes. And I didn't like. I mean, he was a good player, but he did. Uh, he was off the field on third down. Yeah, you were not a big fan no. of that potential acquisition. So, and there was talk chatter that Thibodeau could have dropped because and Thibodeau's been playing great. Yeah, for the Giants here. But let's talk about Kyle Hamilton then, and where Kyle Hamilton is today. All right, Bob. Kyle Hamilton. He measured six four two twenty. Ran four five six at the combine at thirty three inch arms. What everybody talks about is long arms. The thing that you know, I mean, all right, his four five six is not great, but he's six foot four. 
That that's a different. And his three cone was six nine, which is unbelievable for a guy that tall. And a thirty eight vertical, which is amazing. Three sixty Duncan stuff. Yeah, ten nine broad jump, which is uh, so. Lo- those are like all off the chart numbers. Now um, the thing that like in nineteen, he played three years at Notre Dame. In 19, he had 41 tackles, four interceptions, six pass defense, and a touchdown. In 2020 was his big year because he had 63 tackles, a pick, seven pass defense. And then in his junior year, he only played seven games. Remember, he got hurt. And he had 34 tackles, three picks, four pass defense. But in summary, I said, there's a lot to like about Kyle. He has size, length. He can play in any scheme. He will tackle, was leader. Captain shows range, good hands, will tackle good fundamentally. He'll get bigger, has the frame too. He can cover tight ends or wide receivers. Athletic numbers, great especially three cone for a 6'4 guy. Plays the game easily. I mean, it's pretty much what he's been doing. He's playing the game easily, and he's not only covering tight He can cover a slower wide receiver, the quicker ones and stuff. No, but I mean... The versatility for him is spectacular, I think. I, and they, they, the thing that Mike McDonald does is the same thing Notre Dame did. Because when you're watching Notre Dame, you say, okay, where's 14 this time? Because, you know, he's up, he's back, he's all over the place. And that's what he is with the Ravens. And that's what you got to like about him. And when he's not on the field, Bob, when he was hurt, they, they, they don't have that guy. They don't, there is not a replacement for Kyle Hamilton. And you know what? There shouldn't be because there shouldn't be another 6'4", 220-pound guy that's uh, all pro that can do the kind of things that he can do. The biggest thing that impressed me most is the consistency of his tackling and getting off of blocks. And he's a phenomenal pass rusher. I mean, he's got natural hands. So, I mean, the guy has turned out probably even better than they thought, Bob, I would think. Well, if, if, if not, the 14, 13 teams that passed him, you know, because in all the projections early on, he was top five pick. You know, you don't have Kyle Hamilton's going to be gone. But then, you know, th- that's the problem with combine, pro days, all that stuff. Bob. I mean, look at, you know, just like on the other end, Zach Wilson. Was he rated that high? No. But then pro day, people fall in love with him, doing all that stuff. Sure. And this is just the opposite. And Kyle Hamilton should have been a higher pick. And then the first eight games of the season, huh? 14. Why'd you take him at 14? Well, he was having a rough go of it in uh, OTAs and minicamps and all that stuff. And then once he got, once the light clicked on, forget about it. Nobody's better. And we saw glimpses of that towards the end of last year. Played very well in that playoff loss to the Cincinnati Bengals. So Kyle Hamilton, all pro, pro bowler in year number two. That's a thumbs up selection right there for you, Eric DaCosta. Now, later. In the first round at 25 overall with the pick. Well, they got it from Buffalo, Arizona. It was all kinds of like wheeling and dealing there towards the back end of the first round. But the Ravens picking at 25 won Tyler Linderbaum out of Iowa, who was the Remington Award winner coming out of uh, that university. But you know, a lot of people were upset where they took Hamilton instead of a pass rusher. Yep. They took Linderbaum instead of a wide receiver. And the thing with Linderbaum, Bobby, 6'2", 296, ran 4'9", 8. But he had 31 and an eighth arm. So he had, he's got short flippers, 10-inch hands. Um, he was a three-star recruit, excellent in the shot, disc, baseball, wrestling, 
both played to both O line and D line. Freshman, he played two year two games on the D line. 2019 started offensive line. 2021 started 15 games. Won the Remington Award as the top center in the country. He gave up two sacks in college. Now, in summary, I said that this kid's a talented player, but I have some concerns. Not a big man. Short arms. Can he hold up in the NFL? You must run a zone stretch plays to take advantage of him. If you want power, he won't hold up. I would not take at 14 which they wouldn't uh, sure. either. Um, but the thing about it is, is um, I mean, the things that concerned you, you got to, because his arms aren't growing and he's not getting taller. So you had to have been comfortable that he fits the things that you want to do. And because otherwise he can do everything else. And the leadership part to me is off the charts. Him and Lamar were kind of uh, in sync from the jump. We haven't seen a lot of, uh, It's not been perfect, but we haven't seen miscommunication in regards to the snap. We've seen it a couple of times, but not enough to make you think as though this was a a, somewhat of a haywire sort of a. The the, the biggest thing about center is if you're smart and tough, he's smart as can be. You know, he makes all the calls, makes the, you know, he makes the checks and, you know, protection and everything. So, yeah, I mean, he can pick up stunts. He can do the things that the Ravens offense need him to do, and he does them well enough where he's a Pro Bowl player. So Tyler Linderbaum makes the Pro Bowl. It's been a sad. We'll dig deeper into the 2022 Ravens draft. Some other contributors were part of it. Some have uh, struggled. Some aren't even on the team anymore, so stay tuned for that. But when we come back, talk about the Ravens' opponent coming up Saturday at 4.30. The divisional round of the NFL playoffs. You want to make your predictions. We're here for you. But Mark Vandermeer, he is the voice of the Houston Texans. They're two wins away, just like Baltimore is, from the Super Bowl. What about this team, their evolution, and the greatness of C.J. Stroud? That's coming. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk experts expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Up next. The latest sports news and your place to talk about it. Always. 1057 The Fan. Biddy and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. Total request Thursday. Pick a song, we'll play it. Like this one. This is the song Hootie and the Blowfish, right? Walt Williams is in this music video. That's right, the wizard, our friend, is in this video. And even a minute, because I didn't know who the hell these guys were, but my agent said be in it. And he is, and this was them at the top of their powers. But it's Hootie and the Blowfish. Get your votes in for featured artists. Friday, Bob Haney, Biddy Serato. Divisional round NFL playoffs start Saturday. First game will be the Ravens hosting Houston. Texans coming back for the first time in over four months. And here to preview that game from their perspective. He is the play-by-play voice of the Houston Texans. Joining us on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome to the show for the first time, Mark Vandermeer. Mark, uh, Mark, good morning. Thanks for joining us here on 105.7 The Fan. Gentlemen, happy to be on. Excited to come to Baltimore. Uh, uh, come back and do your thing. Now let's talk about September 10th, Houston versus January the 18th, Houston. Your expectations coming into the season for the rookie coach, the rookie quarterback were what? I thought they'd be a lot better than they were the year before because they added a lot in free agency as well as the draft. And you never know with a rookie quarterback, you know, he looked pretty good in training camp and preseason game appearances. They were so limited, you know, so that game opening day, CJ Stratton barely played at all in the preseason and that was it. So this is his first NFL baptism really. And it's in the Ravens nest and it wasn't even that bad. They weren't able to get the ball in the end zone, but they were down seven, six at the half kind of hanging in there. He fumbled in the second half. And look, he has just grown leaps and bounds since then. It's quantum growth every two, three weeks with this guy. You don't know how high the ceiling is. And that's part of the excitement of having a rookie quarterback like this who's really good. And it seems like he's getting better. And you don't know where it's going. So uh, he's a very different player. They're a very different team from opening day. But I, I never expected this divisional round. This is amazing stuff. And I'm so happy they're here. Uh, it's a great vibe with the head coach and the rest of the guys. And we'll see where it takes them. Mark, was there a turning point in the season for them? Obviously, positively, they lose their first two games. And I guess looking at the schedule, they go to Jacksonville and pull their pants down. They had a ton of injuries. But what was the signature game that you know maybe established them to you and to the fan base that this team is, in fact, for real? Well, there were a couple of things. You mentioned 0-2, and then they go to Jacksonville, and they blow them out. And I thought, wait a minute. Jacksonville's supposed to be the division winner this year, and they blew them out at their place. All right, well, is that an aberration? Then they come home, and they blow the Steelers out, and the Steelers were just getting right at that time. I know the Steelers have had times in this season where they're wrong, and then they're right, then they're wrong, and then they're right again, and we all know how their season has gone. But – It was back-to-back wins in convincing fashion. I thought, wait a minute, maybe they got something here. Uh, But it was still a little bit of a seesaw. But then Tampa Bay at home was a watershed victory. They had all sorts of issues with injuries. The place kicker got hurt. So Daria Gunbowale, who's their third down back, you'll see him on 
Saturday. He had to kick a field goal. He makes it. And then <laughs> Baker Mayfield puts the ball in the end zone late. They have less than a minute. C.J. Stroud drives them downfield, hits Tank Dell for the game winner. It was unbelievable. And you felt like this could be special. Maybe they could make a run here, maybe get to 9-8 and eight and get in, sneak in. But they've done more than that. So uh, they continue <clears throat> to surprise. They've won three in a row now when you go back to uh, the victory over the Titans at home, then beating the Colts, then the playoff win. So they've got some momentum here, but obviously they're going up against the buzzsaw. All right, Mark, what about uh, the – I looked at the injury report, and I watched a game, you know, last week on film with um, the pass rushers. Where does it stand? Because it sounds like Grenard, he didn't practice, and Anderson didn't practice. Hughes is out of practice. Are those guys going to play? Well, every week it feels like they don't practice much, if you know, if at all. It's just really difficult this time of year, as you know, uh, with guys being banged up. And I just think they've been duct-taping duct themselves together, if you will, uh, every week. I would be shocked if they don't play. I mean, Hughes, I don't know. I don't know. But the other two guys, I got a feeling they'll find a way to get out there. And they're really needed because when you don't have them out there, the edge setting is just, it's not the same because there's just not enough in the rotation there. They've taken some hits throughout the course of the season. Uh, and I would hope Jerry Hughes plays, but Derek Barnett's been a real nice find for this team. They picked him up relatively late in the season. Uh, I think the Eagles really could have used him down the stretch, but it just didn't work out for them and him for whatever reason. But he's been good here. Uh, but to have him, to have Will Anderson Jr., to have Jonathan Grenard, 12 and a half sacks in the regular season, it's been huge off the edge. I think they're going to find a way to play, but who knows? You know, it is very difficult when you get to this stage in the postseason and guys are nursing whatever they are, and you just hope they find a way out to the field. Yeah, because Grenard only played 15 snaps last week. I mean, he, he had productive – I think he had a sack in the first series. You know, I mean, he look, he's explosive coming off the ball. The other thing is, is what did they do to change where they got better stopping the run and then against the pass, they're not very good? Well, look, they've had issues against the pass. They did much better in this last game against Cleveland. Now, they allowed two explosives as opposed to a few weeks earlier when they allowed countless explosives, and Amari Cooper went off for 265 yards. I mean, it was an amazing performance by him and Joe Flacco in that Christmas Eve game. But then you look a few weeks later, they're putting the clamps on this passing attack, and they're not giving up the deep ball. And all of a sudden, the Browns are throwing checkdowns, and it's a whole lot better. Against the run, through the course of the season, they just got more religious about going after it, getting after it, and D'Amico Ryan scheming it up and just making it their point to stop the opposing ground attack. They faced Derrick Henry a couple of times, and in one of the games, it was a historically great performance against Henry. Uh, and then two weeks later, they stopped him again at home. And then a week later, Henry is running all over the Jacksonville Jaguars in a gotta-have-a-game for Jacksonville. So they clearly improved their ground defense. However, against the Colts, you know, Saturday night game, national television, everybody saw it. Jonathan Taylor starts to run wild. And I think that's one thing you have to watch out for this week, obviously, with the Ravens being so good on the ground and Lamar Jackson and company, what they're able to do with the rushing attack. Got to find a way to slow them down at the very least. Now, offensively, you know, watching the, watching the tape and stuff, I mean, to me, if you can stop Nico Collins and Schultz, what other weapons do they have? That's a big problem right now because Tank Dell was Awesome for them. Yep. And 
it was really opening things up for everybody else because teams were falling all over themselves trying to get after him. They didn't know how to deal with him. He's uncoverable, really. Uh, Nico is a tremendous threat, great after the catch as well. Uh, Robert Woods has got to play, and he's got to be healthy enough to be a factor in this game because Noah Brown is out for the season. See, before, if you didn't have Tank or Nico, and at least you get the other two guys in there, you feel pretty good about the situation. Now without Tank and no Noah Brown, that's a bit tougher. But Schultz has been really good for them, and it always seems like he picks one drive a game to go off. It's kind of like a basketball player coming off the bench. Bang, bang, bang. You hit him three, four times on one drive, and you're in the end zone. Uh, it's like that with him. Uh, so he's super needed as well. Look, they're going to have to run the ball. The first meeting between these two teams, uh, Damian Pierce was the starting running back. He had a really good 2022. Uh, but now it's Devin Singletary since week nine. He's one of the better backs in the league. He fits into the zone running scheme very well. Uh, the zone blocking, the one cut stuff. He does that very well. So they're going to have to try to get that going anyway against a really good Baltimore D. Yeah, watching well, the Ravens' uh, rushing defense is what I think 14th, and I mean they've gotten worse, and they've struggled all season long on uh, the edge, rushing against the edge stuff. So I'm guessing that you know that pitch that Houston likes to run, they're going to be mm-hmm. trying. They're going to be trying that. The, the the thing that I saw is the O line is not a knock you off the ball kind of guys, and especially your center. I think he's going to have trouble with a 350 pound Pierce. You left guard, I think he's going to have trouble with Matabike in the pass. You know, Tunsil, to me, is the only stud guy they got. Well, they've been doing their best to keep C.J. Stroud upright, to try to get something going on the ground. The whole thing is, can you hold up well enough mm-hmm. to give Stroud time to get the ball off? He's got a tremendous release. I mean, I was talking to Dan Pastorini about this, who – uh, observes the Texans, and he doesn't dish out the praise that easily. He thought Stroud is one of the best releases he's ever seen. Uh, it comes out so effortlessly, and it's accurate as well. Catchable, accurate ball. Uh, they got to find a way to give him some time. You're right. Look, Dieter, he was not supposed to be the center for this team. It's supposed to be Juice, who's playing guard for them, but they've had injuries all over the place. I mean, Kenyon Green was supposed to be at guard, and then they had Kendrick Green, who they got from the Steelers, who did pretty well in a couple of games for them, but he got hurt. Uh, Titus Howard's been out for a while. He's supposed to be right tackle, but they were playing him at guard. So they've done a lot of mixing and matching and messing around up front. Uh, you know, Shaq is a pretty good guard, as we all know. Uh, they've been doing a, well, a good enough job lately. Uh, I think And don't you guys feel like this? When you have a really good quarterback, somehow the line figures out a way. And and that's been the case very often with this team as C.J. Stroud has performed beyond a a rookie's capability. Yeah, look at at Brady and Tampa and stuff, you know. So the point you're making is right. Mark Vandermeer, voice of the Houston Texans in town Saturday, AFC divisional round. Texans getting nine and a half. By the way, Dan Pastorini, I'd never heard the word flat jacket until he was wearing one in the 78 playoffs. And Jane Kennedy's like bashing him with a bat. That's showing our age, Mark Vandermeer. Yep. Mark, appreciate the time. Enjoy your trip. Have a safe trip to Baltimore. We'd like to wish you luck, but you know, we, you know, it's not happening. Hey, here. By, by the way, uh, Dan has a book called Taking Flack. That's his uh, oh. memoir. Oh, nice. It is really good. I mean, you like that 70s stuff, and he talks about 
everything. Farrah Fawcett, all of it. So just a little plug there for Dante's nice. book. And I'm looking forward to Saturday. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, he had all a right. cannon arm. Oftentimes he threw it to the wrong team, I guess, was the problem. Bring your winner <laughs> coat, Mark. All right, all right, Mark. Have a great weekend. Have fun. It's uh, yep, Saturday in Baltimore. Thanks, gentlemen. There yep, he is, thanks. Mark Vandermeer. Houston Texans, he's the voice. We'll come back, reset the program. You want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Your predictions for the game against the Texans. Ravens, nine and a half point favorites. Got the whip around. Got a fun house trip. We got news from the Nets. We got buy or sell. Cordell Woodland's going to be joining us as he's out at one winning drive as the Ravens last practice before the walkthrough tomorrow. And then the game coming up on Saturday. We got Mike Harmon joining us at 1.30 from Fox. Northwest, uh, Northwestern grad, and I guess he'll pop off a little bit because Terps lose there. College basketball, should have won, could have, would have, could have, should have. our life story. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread. Chardonnay. Haney. Mick Ultra. Vinny and Haney. 105.7. The Fan. No, no emotions. It's kind of the same. I feel like he's just playing football. I've been playing football all my life, so I'm just going to do what I do. Say Flowers' question was, well, first of all, he's healthy, which he addressed. We heard that earlier, but... Nervous for his first playoff game, NFL style. Ravens coming in nine and a half point favorites. And as you heard, doesn't seem to be any concerns with nerves. And even if he, even if he was, is he going to admit it? Yeah, I'm like, oh, pissing down my leg here and hope they don't throw me the ball. Bob, the, the only thing I would say to that, his first NFL game, what do you have, 10 targets? Yeah. You know, I mean, they threw it to him. They ran jet sweeps to him. So he he's not a rookie. It is his first playoff game, and let me just say this: it's different. Playoff games are different. They're it's it's ramped up one more notch. It's faster. Uh, you wouldn't think like the tackling. Watching last week's game, that some of the tackling was as good, but um, I don't think he's going to have a problem. Especially Bob. The key with him is get him an easy catch early. Well, I think they're going to get him involved early, not just to calm his nerves because he's going to be a prominent part of the offense. Yeah, and, and Bob, you know, the way they played against Cleveland, you know, Nelson and um, uh, who's my other corner? Stingley. I mean, they play off. So, I mean, you want to get him those quick screens. And they tried in the first game, you know, to get him quick screens right away and let him go run with it. Now, they responded pretty quick because he didn't make a lot of yards. He made some, made a couple nice first downs. But I think I think they're going to get him the ball quick and let him try to do his thing. 
1057 The Fan. Any predictions, concerns for the matchup against Houston coming up on Saturday? Spread keeps moving in a positive favor for Baltimore. As we said, it started at nine, dropped to seven. Now back up Why does it to do nine that? and a half. Maybe it's the, the money. It's like horse racing. When it spreads, you should go to FanDuel and find out how they change them lines, Vinny. But, yeah, where the money goes is how the line kind of changes a little bit there. So people kind of feeling the Ravens at this point in time. And injuries are always a factor. For instance, and knock on wood, say Lamar sprains his ankle today. That line drops significantly because you're playing without your starting quarterback. And Vegas sees that. You know, they're missing a bunch of uh, defensive starters. Mm-hmm. They're down to two offensive weapons. The weather is going to be a factor. The wind. So th- yeah, yep. so that's why things change. And then the Ravens, quite frankly, have the better team. So ultimately, that's what it's all about. But for Houston to spring the upset, it's almost gotten to the point where it's a Ravens have to beat themselves. Oh, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. And you know what? In the you know what's crazy, Bob? In that first game, they turned it over three times and still won twenty five nine. Could have been a blowout. Could have been because they Houston turned it over around. twice in the red zone. Now, as we look at Houston, is there anyone in particular that worries you outside of C.J. Stroud? For them, offensively, potential Nico Collins under the ra- Well, I think he would be the second option. But is there an under the radar guy? that we might not really be concentrating on that could come out here and make things miserable for Baltimore. I don't I, I don't see it. I mean, Bob, the only guy maybe that like could Jordan make a play had the big play. Brevin Jordan. But it was one catch, but he made the most of it. But but I mean Bob, nobody even touched him. <laughs> that was he could run fast straight line. He caught a ball and nobody was out there. And then he just ran up the field and nobody touched him. He went seventy four yards. But other than I mean other than Collins and Schultz, Bob, and, Pos- and Singletary maybe, but there isn't anybody else. I mean, those are if, – if if I'm Mike McDonald and if there's one guy you got to take care of in the pass game, that's Nico Collins because he's going to make the bigger plays, Bob. He's got 25 catches over 20-plus yards. So if you take away him and are they good enough and patient enough um, – to be able to beat you with Schultz all day long? I don't think so. Now, we'll get to keys and stats tomorrow more in depth, but to me, one thing to keep an eye on, Ravens are number one in turnover differential, yep. but they're fifth. They're plus 10. Yep. So they can turn you over, and Baltimore early in the year in particular, the first game as we have addressed, turn the ball over a little bit. Yeah. They, they, they haven't turned it over. Because they don't turn it over that's, themselves. That's the thing, Bob, is is – they don't turn the ball over, you know, whereas, um, you know, some teams that are in the plus minus, they get a lot and they turn over a lot too, but yeah, they don't, they don't, they, they do not turn the ball. Over. I mean, only five interceptions, you know, that, that he has. So, I mean, um, that's pretty damn good by them. And, and the other thing though, Bob, is they do um, penalties. They have a lot of penalties both offensively and defensively. So that that could play into things depending on who the refs are going to be. Now, it, and it's that, you know, and as we've discussed at this stage of the season, nobody's really rookies anymore, but part of being a young team is sort of the mental mistakes that could lead to it. 
Because they're a younger, not as young as Green Bay, but they're younger for sure. Yeah, a lot of areas. Well, I, I mean, I mean, look at Green Bay, Bob. How many young guys they have playing in their first playoff game? They played pretty damn good. So, um, could it happen? Yeah, but I, I, I don't expect it. it. It to me, this game for Houston, Bob. It's all about Stroud. Bottom line: if Stroud's playing good and he's making plays and keeping them in the game, they got a chance. If if he's turning the ball over, they're going to get blown out. A couple of other uh, NFL tidbits before we hit a break and bring Nolan in for the fun house. We've got uh, news for the next top of the hour. They're by herself. Um, Mike McCarthy's staying in Dallas. Yeah, Are was, we really stunned by that? Uh, Jerry kept Gary. Uh, he's kept got, you know he kept Gary. Phillips stuck around for a while there, but we saw we everybody in the world saw his face when they were getting blown out by Green Bay. Yeah, well, but you know that's why you have to be rational. You have to let you know time elapse and think things clearly because McCarthy does have the support of his team. It seems. Well, and I, I would the say defense this. That the defense the sucked. Yeah, yeah, the defense is what was what was crappy. Um, offense. I mean, they were down twenty-seven nothing. So yeah, the defense couldn't stop a soul, and the defense hadn't been able to stop. Uh, a run, and that's the first time, though, Bob. The defense has sucked at home. That was their. They've usually sucked on the road. And Bill Belichick's interviewed twice now in Atlanta. Uh, I imagine the next one's going to be the press conference, Bob. Speedy at Haiti, one hundred five seven. The fan will come back. Funhouse trip. Nolan McGraw. We're two days away, everybody, from kickoff division around NFL playoffs. Ravens number one seed in the AFC. It's their first game in a couple of weeks. First game in what three weeks for Lamar Jackson? So get in here with your predictions, your concerns. Is this a nothing to see here blowout game? And you're not worried at all. Express your confidence on our radio station. Benny and Haiti, put your headphones in. And ignore your co-workers. 1057 The Fan. Good evening, Haiti. 1057 The Fan here on this uh, Total Request Thursday. You pick the songs and play them. Uh, Oasis. I look outside and I see an oasis. Or is that ice and cold and snuff? Everything's going with it. I got to put rock salt on my front steps. Nolan, how's that home ownership working for you with the cold weather and the inches of snow? Living out there in lovely White Marsh, Maryland. Hoity toity guy that you are. First snow, not too bad. People that uh, plow the complex did okay. Oh. Uh, only almost fell and busted my rear end about five times the past few mornings, but it's okay. It doesn't snow here like it does up in the mountains in Pennsylvania. The where mountains. Still live. Yeah, you the and mountain Grizzly man. Adams. <laughs> Shippenberg Yeah, State. but his dad was out there at 6 a.m. cleaning all the snow out yeah. at that time. Right, Norm? You know Grizzly Adams had a beard? I did. And a, and a fur coat, which I, mean, I believe was made out of a grizzly. And he had a pet. No, that was BJ and the Bear. Never mind. I got my 70s NBC uh, drama shows mixed up. So, how are you feeling, Nolan? Two days away from kickoff, more or less, and the Ravens' nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Feeling good, you know. Excited. Obviously, you're talking about Zay Flowers a little bit earlier. Rookie expectations. The comparisons to Marquise Brown, they're going to continue for probably their entire careers just because of where they were drafted by the Ravens. But I will say this about Marquise, and since the playoffs are upon us, the one thing Marquise always did, always showed up in the postseason. It's rookie year in 2019. We all know what happened. Lost to the Titans. Yeah. But he went off. 100-yard game. The next year, 
wild card round against the Titans, another big game, and played pretty well against Buffalo, too. Well, we'll see if Zay Flowers can duplicate that. I think the onus will be on Lamar. Oh, yeah. To bring everyone to their uh, ultimate potential. But we'll get into that and more. As a matter of fact, coming up in a few minutes, news from the Nest by cell. Where's the late week money? We'll count that at 12-15. And then Cordell Woodland will be joining us, preview the matchup divisional round with him. If you want to join us, get in here. 410-583-1057. We got the whip around coming up. We haven't even made it there yet, but we will. Terps lose last night. Tough one to Northwestern, 72-69. Jameer Young, 36 points. Hit a shot with 30 seconds left to three to put Maryland ahead. But Boo Booey just went right after the bait of the make. He just dribbled down the court, hit a layup, and they uh they they eked it out. Mike Harmon, who's a Northwestern grad, he won't rub it in, but he'll mention it, I'm sure. But how about we take a trip through the fun house? Quick draws, fun house. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. First one here, Texter says CJ Stroud seems unfazed by anything. Carved up the Browns' strong defense like it was his 10th playoff game, let alone his first. Will he be letting it fly early and often against the Ravens? I think he's going to have to. I, I think they're going to try to run some. Um, but they're they're going to have to get the ball to Nico Collins and Schultz. But I, they're going to run. They like to run this little pitch out so they can get Singletary to the outside. And you'd be dumb if you didn't try it on the Ravens. Both sides, left and right. Another one here talking about Maryland. Texter says the Terps are at least avoiding big scoring droughts in recent games. Turnovers, unfortunately, probably won't change. Neither will the free throw shooting. But if they can at least avoid those five-minute droughts they'll have a chance in every game yeah the turnovers have always been an issue this year that was what's so great that the lack of turnovers kept them in the illinois game when they weren't shooting all that great are they ready to turn the corner i i don't know they really needed last night's game in my opinion we'll see how they bounce back against uh, michigan state but to the texter's point i mean they're they're not getting spanked anymore i guess our moral victory of the day i guess uh, elsewhere in the NFL, coaching changes and whatnot. Uh, Chris chiming in here says, I can see the Falcons making a play for the top pick, maybe trading up if they get themselves a big name coach. Looks like all they need is a quarterback, a coach with a brain, only missing pieces left for them. You think they'd be willing to move up in the draft? Uh, uh, to me, that doesn't seem like if Belichick's the coach, I don't think they do. I don't think they – where are they sitting right now, the Falcons? Like six or seven or something like that? So it would still be expensive with the Bears. It all depends if the Bears, you know, want Caleb Williams or not. Uh, eighth is eighth. where they're sitting right now. That would be expensive move, you know. But if, if – let's say you like three quarterbacks. You like Drake May, you like Daniels, and you like Caleb Williams. Then, all right, from eight, maybe you only need to get to three or four. And one last one here, Texter says, Orioles over unders, different outlets. This Texter here seeing it on one outlet set at 87 and a half right now. How are you guys feeling about that? Fair, unfair? That's unfair. I saw one at 90, too. That was, I believe it was Caesar's Sportsbook, the one that had the Dodgers at 103.5, which is insane. Braves were 102. Hey, expectations high, no pressure on you everybody but i think 90 i'm gonna sit here right now today 
Ray in Baltimore, if you're listening. On January the 18th, Orioles are going to win 95 games. But go longer in the postseason. I think this is a bust-out, big-time season. Gunnar Henderson's going to be in the MVP conversation. Grace Rodriguez is going to make the All-Star team. They're going to add 17 gold glovers. Brandon Hyde's going to win Manager of the Year again. Oh, wait a minute. We're getting carried away, aren't we? <laughs> We're looking ahead again, Nolan. It's video at 81057, the Fed. I think 87 and a half. That's a little, little low, but that's why they play the games, I guess. News from the Nets next. Money County coming up at 1215. And then Cordell Woodland will preview the playoff game. Ravens-Texans. We're talking about it here on the Fed. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.